When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to another Arsblog Arscast on Arsblog.com, as always in association with my friends at OleOle.com. It's a tired Arscast tonight, I'm afraid. My first football training for two weeks due to uh, injury problems, and it's amazing how quickly you lose your fitness and your stamina, especially at my age. I'm not 21 anymore, not even nearly. So those young guys that can take two weeks off and feel rested and come back top of the game... No, nope, doesn't happen, you see. I exist in this strange land where you train twice a week and you play a match and and it's just basically constant pain. Pain after training, pain getting out of bed in the morning, pain after a match. So when you don't have the pain for a while and then the pain comes back, the pain is really quite painful indeed. My legs are fucking killing me. No pain, no gain, they say. They happen to be a pack of complete and utter cunts. Uh, and if I ever catch them which I won't because I can't run very fast. Maybe I'll get a golf cart. Anyway, you can imagine. You can imagine. What's coming up on this Icecast? Well, there's no blog chat with anyone because um, uh, I've just been working and busy all week and haven't had a chance to arrange anything. Um, and, of course, you know, sometimes we talk like uh, we did to the Manchester United uh, guy and we talk to the Mug Smasher uh, about Liverpool. I don't really know anyone who supports Reading. So... That was a non-runner as well. Um, but, however, uh, the man in the bar is here. He's got a player history. Uh, also, Arsene Wenger Hawkins will be here. Uh, I'll give you the winner of the scarf competition, uh, brought to you by Savile Rogue. That's coming up a bit later. And I'll give you another chance to win another scarf. Plus, I'll tell you how you could win yourself a trip to Tokyo uh, with OleOle.com. So there's plenty to go on with, I suppose. As long as I can keep talking. Thank God I don't run with my mouth. There'd be no arse cast at all. Although people with legs coming out of their mouths would be really rather odd, you have to say. No beer of the week this week. Uh, we're on the bourbon again. Mm. I can feel the pain. Ah, that's so burny. I can feel the pain melting away. No, I can't. It's still really fucking painful. So what happened uh, between the last Irish cast and this Irish cast? Well, there was the big game last weekend against Manchester United. It was kind of funny talking to Brian, uh, the Manchester United fan, last weekend, and, and you realize that it's been quite too long since there was a real rivalry between us. When United were on the down and we were then on the down, but now we're at each other again. And Ferguson is off doing his fucking usual cack and complaining about this, that, and the other, and referees, which was ludicrous, really. I suppose in hindsight, you know, Webb wasn't that bad at all, and he certainly wasn't biased towards us, which was one of uh, his main complaints. His other complaint was that he got abused 
uh, by Arsenal fans. And we believe an Arsenal fan was ejected from the stadium for obviously something that they were saying or threatening behavior or, or something like that. But and from what I was told and from what you might have read around some of the websites is that uh, one of the Manchester United security guys who was at the uh, dugout was goading the Arsenal fans after they scored. What do they expect? I can remember a few years back. Was it the game when, when Saul Campbell got sent off? When uh, uh, that sort of elbow with Solskjaer thing went on? And I can remember after the game, uh, what was the score in that game? Hmm. 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. That's what it was. And I remember after that game, him coming onto the pitch and, and running around and jumping on the pitch and with his arms in the air. And I remember thinking at the time, I would not be surprised if somebody came on the pitch now, a fan got on the pitch and just fucking battered him because it was so irritating and provocative. So it wouldn't be any surprise at all if United were, you know, up to their old tricks again. And I tried this week uh, to get in touch with uh, Manchester United, their press department. Um, I was given the number for the communications uh, guy uh, which I rang constantly, uh, both Wednesday and, and today, Thursday, um, to try and get uh, some comment from him uh, with regards to the abuse suffered by Alex Ferguson, what Manchester United's policy uh, or thinking was about the abuse suffered by Arsene Wenger every time we go there. Those 60,000, 70,000 people that uh, sing that song about Arsene being a paedophile, it's one thing ejecting one fan for doing something abusive or for, for bad behaviour, it's very difficult to reject 70,000, isn't it? So you wonder, are United doing anything proactively um, to prevent their fans singing that song? I think the answer is probably no. Um, I couldn't get through. I did leave voice messages for them, uh, and they didn't get back to me. So that tells you as much as you need to know about that. Um, Ferguson is a cunt. And we've kind of, not that we've forgotten, but we've had other things to concentrate on. I'm really looking forward to the rest of the season, and I'm hoping we can make, like, uh, remember that film Scanners? I hope we can make his fucking head explode. Uh, the game itself, I suppose, was uh, fair enough, 2-2, uh, based on the performances. Um, the first goal, I think we were quite unlucky for. It, it seemed to hit Gallas' hand and, and wrong foot Almuni. I wouldn't apportion any blame to, to either of those, just uh, unfortunate. Sask again, uh, he's just a goal machine. Uh, he scored just after uh, just after halftime, which really made a game of it. Um, and we didn't really have too many great chances, neither did they, I suppose. The Giggs, um, uh, the Rooney header, which went wide, he probably should have done better with that. Uh, of course, their second goal, you might want to look at Almunia. Um, I can see where he was coming from a little bit, because Ever would have had a clean shot on goal had he had he not gone out. But, you know, he might look back at that and decide... Yeah, he probably should have stayed where he was. Uh, a last gasp goal from William Gallas, um, which was very, very over the line. The referee didn't spot it. The linesman did. So I suppose the official team, um, you have to give them credit for that. Fair play to Gallas. It was a really good finish, actually. Um, and fair play to him for being uh, up that far uh, in the pitch uh, so late in the game and also uh, for just not being beaten. And that's, uh, I think, something that uh, we can take a huge amount of encouragement from. Uh, twice we came from behind against uh, United. We came from behind against Liverpool as well. Uh, so there is that determination and that spirit in the side uh, that a goal doesn't make the heads go down or... There's no question of uh, there's no question of them giving up at any stage, which is which is absolutely vital. The games against uh, United and Liverpool were two big big tests. 
can't say we came through with flying colours, uh, but we certainly came through with enough to to make us feel very encouraged about uh, the rest of the season. Uh, there was the uh, midweek game against uh, Slavia Prague, a real snorefest of a game, uh, not really worth talking about, only from the point of view that it did give good experience to uh, to some of the younger players. And I think some of the criticism has been harsh and over the top because um, Slavia were, were never going to lie down. They were... Uh, running and chasing and harrying and fouling for the whole 90 minutes. And a lot of these guys uh, haven't played in a game like that before. It's easy to slot into a team where uh, everybody's playing nice football and, you know, you're you're playing against inferior opposition, let's say Sheffield United. There was no way we were going to do to Slavia again what we did to Sheffield United in, in the Carling Cup, for example. So a, a game like that will be a good experience for them. Uh, it was a bit of a battle. It was niggly. It wasn't much of a, a spectacle, but uh, we got the point we needed to qualify. Um, and uh, we've certainly got enough to... To, uh, to finish top of the group. The game against Sevilla is going to be really, really interesting because they've got a new manager now. Uh, they seem to have um, uh, gotten over the, uh, the sort of fallout that came with the death of Antonio Puerta and they're beginning to play some very good football. If you watch them against Real Madrid last weekend, it was they were fantastic. They were really, really good. And if they play like that against us, we're going to have a real, real battle on our hands. Certainly, uh, it'll be a great game of football because um, Sevilla plays some good, good stuff and uh, so do we. So if we can match them uh, physically, because they were quite physical against Real Madrid, Real Madrid didn't like it at all, uh, sort of rolled over and complained like the bitches that they are. Uh, if they play like that, it's going to be a fun game. Fun game. So that's it. Anyway, um, we'll look ahead to the Reading game in a little while uh, and tell you how you can win a scarf and tell you how you can win a trip to Tokyo. But now, um, here's your man. Hello, everyone. As I am an international superstar, I can go where I want. That's why, during the game against Manchester United on Saturday, I zoomed around the stadium to the seats just behind the United dugout. This new operating system allows me to appear just like a normal human being so I was able to get up and down the steps without a helper. For a time I simply watched Alex Ferguson berate the fourth official, chew his wad of gum, and generally stink up the place. There's only so much of that a man can take though. I lasted eight seconds. It was time to give some back. If he was going to dish out the verbals, then he had to get some in return. Oi! You red-nosed scotch cunt, I said. He turned around. Shove this up your hole, I shouted, and pressed a button which activated ICOT, a program which takes out my erect penis and waves it about in the air. Yeah, you like that, don't you? I said. I could see him looking at me with lustful eyes, but I'm no slut. You sir, I yelled, have the countenance of an alcoholic the manners of a baboon, and the stench of a three-week-old corpse that has been pissed on by an AIDS-ridden tomcat. Now he was really angry. Let me tell you, I bellowed, that you are quite unpopular, indeed, and many of the people in this stadium do not appreciate your behavior. Well, that sent him mental, and he complained to a steward who ejected me from the stadium. So not only is Alex Ferguson a horrible, red-nosed, Constantly masticating, spittle-spitting cunt, he is a telltale. What a fucking baby. I've got my cock out now, Fergie, and I'm letting a tramp play with it. Jealous. Yeah. You know it. Oh yes. 
Um, the brand new Arsene Wenger Hawkins. Um, <clears throat> he he seems to like his 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 penis, doesn't he? Yep. Not quite sure what to say now. I suppose uh, the logical step is to tell you how you can win yourself a trip to Tokyo. You can see how that works. Yeah. All you have to do is click on to oleole.com, those wonderful people that sponsor the Arscast every week. And at the top of oleole.com, you will see a Tokyo 2007 blogging contest. And all you need to do then is sign up with oleole, if you haven't already, and start a blog and start blogging. So if you're in any way creative or funny or what have you when it comes to writing, you're in with a really good chance. Because not too many people are, are they? You see? Uh, so you, you start blogging and you get... Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. People to vote for your blog, and then they whittle down a short list to ten, and then they decide uh, on the top two, and those top two will get themselves a trip to the World Club Championship run by those fine people at FIFA. So there'll be AC Milan and Boca Juniors and Pachuca and a couple of other teams, and uh, you get flights, accommodation, press access, and the whole lot. So simply click on to oleole.com, click on the banner, and you get all the information, rules, regulations, uh, and all that sort of stuff as well. So there you go. That's how you win yourself a trip to Tokyo. I'll tell you how you can win yourself a scarf in a little while. Um, This middle bit of the ice cast is a little bit of a a difficult one because this might be where, for example, you had a blog chat so you could just waffle away with somebody and fill up a load of time. As it is, I'm sort of sitting here scratching my chin going, what the hell am I going to talk about? We could talk about Gilberto, I suppose, who's pledged his future to the club uh, in the sense that uh, he's unhappy with the way things are going at the moment. He's denied any sort of a rift with Arsene, which is uh, as we expected. He said any problem that I had with Arsene would be between me and him. It wouldn't come out in public. So you've got to admire him for that. Um, and it's really at odds with the behavior of Jens Lehmann, who did look extremely fed up sitting on the bench uh, in Prague midweek. Um, Gilberto's just got on, got his head down, and uh, will fight for his place back in the team. He hasn't gone off crying to the press and all that kind of stuff. Other than that, there weren't really too many other stories around, were there, this week? No? Thinking? Thinking? I say thinking, but all I'm doing is sitting here looking at the wall. And nothing is actually going into my head. That's because it's really late now, you see. So we might just have to call this middle bit a day. For the middle bit. uh, The man in the bar. 
I'm back again, so I am. I managed to escape the attic last week, my stupid old brother. He's going to give me a new plate of gruel, and what does he do? He ties you up and leaves you in the attic for two days, so I was. You think with the shoe being on the other foot, so to speak, that I might gain a bit of compassion? Or a little bit of empathy with his situation, being chained up there the whole time with only an old mattress and a sky subscription. Well, bollocks to that, I didn't like it. There was no bar. That's no good. You can't expect a man in the bar to exist without a bar, can you? You certainly cannot. Anyway, it's back to a normal sort of a player history this week. Now... Many people think that Arsene Wenger's search for the young, uncut diamond of a player is a recent sort of a thing, given chances to young fellas. It's not at all, you see, because as far back as 1997, Arsene was scouring the leagues, and from FC Fucked, I think they're called in Germany, he signed a, a Germano-Spanish fella called Alberto Mendes. Or to give him his full name, Alberto Mendes Gonzalez Rodriguez Sanchez Romero Garcia Ruiz Alvarez Ramos Blanco Suarez Delgado Morales Hitler. You know those Spanish, they're mad for the surnames, where we only have one, like Smith or Jones. It's about 20. The mad cunts. So in came the fellow with the most surnames ever to play for Arsenal, and he, he began a bit slowly, but was beginning to edge his way towards the first team, making the giant step from the German third division to the Premier League. Oh, it would have been a rags to riches tale to beat no other, I tell you. But one day in training, Luis Boamorte, jealous of all the surnames that Alberto had, came in with a crunch and tackle and broke his leg. Oh, Jesus, there was bits of bone and guts everywhere. I don't know why he had guts in his legs. It could be the German part of him. Who knows? Anyway, after that, he struggled a little bit and only scored one goal ever for Arsenal in a 4-1 win over Birmingham. After that, his career sort of went downhill, as you might imagine, playing for lesser clubs like AEK Athens and Unterachterhorn and Ferrol. And he went back, in fact, to FC Fucked, where we got him from. Now he plays for FC Sandhausen, which, as we all know, means FC Sandcastle, and he plays beach football. But as Germany is a completely landlocked country, they have no beaches, so they're all artificial. And the sand is made from gravel, and it hurts his little feet. Poor Alberto. They bleed. They bleed. Okay, the man in the bar will have another player history on next week's Arscast, of course. Strange again. There must be something in the water. It is uh, turning out to be quite a short Arscast. Sorry about that. If you've got a half-hour journey to work... And the Arscast normally fills that half hour between leaving for work and, you know, standing at the bus stop or getting on a train or whatever. I'm sorry. I apologize. This Arscast will not get you the whole way into work. You're going to have to listen to some music. What if I do a random thing in iTunes? I got my iTunes open here. Uh, how do you do that uh, random thing again? Oh, it's party shuffle or something like that, isn't it? Hang on. I'll, I'll do party shuffle and, and choose a song for you. Well, there you go. Fame 90, Queen Latifah's rap version. David Bowie and Queen Latifah. 
I feel if that's the song that's been chosen, then it's my duty to just talk for another four minutes because that would be better than listening to that particular version of, of Fame. I'm a big David Bowie fan, but that was not really his, his finest moment. Um, we've got a game against Reading on on Monday, uh, which is on Satanta Sports, which, as we all know, has the finest uh, promos known to man. Uh, that's uh, the first time I think we've been on Satanta Sports in the league, is it? Is it? Could well be. So that's going to be an interesting game. We went there last year and won 4-0. We scored in the first minute. Uh, Thierry Henry scored in the first minute. And after that, it was a bit of a stroll. And, and that game was a, a strange one because we played really, really well. Really well. Pleb played fantastically. The football we played was, was awesome. We scored some great goals. Um, and we, we fairly much destroyed a Reading side that, that did very well last season, that played good football and, and caused a lot of people problems. Uh, and it gave, uh, at the time, I think I can remember, it was one of the first Ars casts. And I can remember talking to, could have been the man from East Lower, and saying, is this performance now a sign of what this team can do and we should be confident? And he said, yes, I'm quite sure that the this Arsenal team is going to go on and sweep all before them. He may have been a little more cautious and reserved than that, but that's just my recollection of the whole thing. So um, here we are after a 25-26 game unbeaten run, and we're going to Reading, uh, who are struggling a bit this season. And with, you know, the majority of the first team rested in midweek uh, for the Slavia Prague game. Uh, so you'd have to think we're going there fresh and, and getting our momentum back. Because we need a win now. I know we beat Sheffield United, but we drew against Liverpool, we drew against United. So we need to get three points on the board. Not that it's going to be any kind of a walkover, but you have to think that if we play the kind of football we played uh, in previous games and last year against Reading, um, then, you know, we can we can certainly beat them. But we shall see what happens. I will go to the pub and I will watch that game. I'll sit at the bar and drink a pint or two and, and watch the football. Now, um, I don't know. Yeah, that's it. So it's going to be a strange weekend, isn't it, without football? Without real football? I mean, there's real football. When we have international breaks, we talk about you know, real football coming back. Uh, but then when we don't have Arsenal, we you know, Arsenal's the real, real football. And then club football is real football, and international football is just football or something. Not making much sense here. So I'll go on with the scarf thing. Um, last week I asked you a question uh, in order for you to win a scarf from SavileRogue.com. Uh, the question was, uh, who scored the uh, winning goals uh, in the 97-98 season, uh, both times when we beat Manchester United? Uh, the first one at Old Trafford was Mark Overmars, of course, a flick on from Anelka, uh, and the other one at Highbury, after going 2-0 uh, up and getting drawn back to 2-2 by that hideous old cunt Teddy Sheringham, uh, the winning goal was a, a header from David Platt, only his forehead could have scored that header. Probably his finest moment in an Arsenal shirt, uh, bar the pass, or maybe we could include that pass, you know, to Dennis Bergkamp for his third goal against Leicester. Um, but only David Platt could have scored that. So, uh, Mark Overmars and David Platt was the answer. Thank you all uh, for your entries. And the winner is having random number generator do its thing now. Hang on. Jonathan Sloam. So, uh, Jonathan, I'll, I'll send you an email, and um, 
uh, get your uh, scarf size and no I'll just send you an email to get your address uh, and we'll uh, get that scarf out to you uh, ASAP but don't worry if you didn't win there is another competition this week um, I have to think of a question though give me a minute not literally a minute here I just had to click off and, and look at something so last season uh, when we played Reading we beat them 4-0 three Arsenal players scored goals that day who were those three players. Fairly simple. All you need to do is email scarf at arseblog.com and tell me the three goal scorers against Reading last season. You can win yourself a beautiful, soft, cashmere, Savile Rogue scarf. Looks stylish this winter. If you want more information on those, click on the little uh, banner on the side of the Arseblog homepage. You can see it there. It's under the promotions uh, section, and uh, you'll find all the details there. So that's what you can win. Email scarf at arseblog.com, and uh, you're in the draw for next week. That's it. I have to go now because I can't think of anything else to talk about, so there's no point prolonging the agony. Talk to you on next week's Arsecast, uh, and all next week on the blog, of course. Bye. of William Gallas, and I would just like to say that even though it was the foot of William Gallas that scored the goal against Manchester, it is I who should get all the credit. I said to the foot, if you don't go up and score the goal, I will wee on you. And the foot said, why would you yes on me? And I said, don't be silly, we are talking in English now. I will urinate on you if you do not go up and score the goal. And up he went, and he scored the goal, and the mighty penis of William Gallas strikes again. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 